Welcome to Life in Balance. I'm Ken Miles, pastor of Kitchener-Waterloo Christian Fellowship. We all know that life can be hectic, and sometimes its demands can pull us off balance. The good news is that God has given practical insights in His Word for keeping life on an even keel, despite the pressures we may face. This program is designed to help us understand and apply God's wisdom in our everyday lives. Good Friday, everyone. We are talking about love and how it helps us to overcome anger. 1 Corinthians 13, 5 says, Love is not easily angered. And so we are looking at the practical ways to overcome anger. And we saw first that we need to resolve to manage our anger. It is possible. It is not something that's uncontrollable. You can manage it. Second, we need to remember the cost. There is a horrendous cost to uncontrolled anger. Third, we need to reflect before reacting. And we saw yesterday we need to ask ourselves three questions in the timeout, in the pause. We said don't count to ten, count to three. One, why am I angry? Two, what do I really want? And three, how can I get it? If you will pause when you get angry and ask yourself these three questions, you'll be better able to manage your anger. And actually, your anger will become a springboard to solutions. Now today, I want to continue with the fourth principle. And that is, release your anger appropriately. Ephesians 4.26 says, If you become angry, don't let your anger lead you into sin. Now this harkens back a little bit to what we've just shared yesterday, but I just want to come at it from another approach. This verse says, If you become angry, don't let your anger lead you into sin. Anger within itself is not a sin. It's just showing that you are emotionally stirred and you want to take action. You want to make something right. There's nothing wrong with that feeling within itself. But if we're not careful, our anger can lead us into sin. We react inappropriately. And so we need to see what is the appropriate way to act. Now first, let's deal with the myth that's out there. So many people feel, you know, it's just good for me to express my anger now and then. It's like it's building up. I got a bucket full of anger in me and I just have to let it out. And so periodically, I just need to explode. I just need to get it off my chest. I just need to tell them off. It's just good to clear the air every now and then. And the thinking is, anger's there within me. It's like it's in a bucket and the bucket fills up and every now and then I just have to empty it. But that's just so wrong. That's just saying every now and then I can just be destructive. I can just ruin relationships. I can just say whatever I want to someone because that's the only way I can feel better about myself. There is a better way to express anger. Proverbs 15 and 1 says, A gentle answer quiets anger, but a harsh one stirs it up. When we respond in anger to an angry person, we're just making it worse. The Bible says here, a gentle answer quiets anger. 
Now, what does it mean to be gentle? Some people say, well, I just don't know what that means. Well, here's a very practical definition. It's just low and slow. If you want to be gentle, just be low and slow. Just bring your volume down. Just bring your tone down. And talk slowly. Don't be so quick to talk, to answer back. James says in chapter 1, verse 19, Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. This is the recipe to overcome wrath. Now, let's look at the ways that don't work. Don't suppress your anger. This is when you just swallow it, when you just stuff it up inside. That's not going to work. It's like having a Coke bottle and just shaking it. You're just building up the pressure inside, and eventually it will explode. Now, I'm old enough to remember when Coke came out in two-liter glass bottles, and they exploded and hurt a lot of people. The government stepped in and banned them, legislated that Coke had to put them in plastic bottles so they wouldn't explode. Listen, you don't want that kind of pressure inside of you, just anger building up and building up. Our bodies were never designed to sustain anger under pressure. So, don't suppress it. Secondly, don't repress it. Don't deny it. Don't pretend that everything's all right. Don't say, I'm not angry. This isn't bothering me. Psychologists tell us that repressed anger is a major cause of depression. One called depression frozen rage. You've just suspended anger inside. You're not dealing with it. You're not getting counsel. You're just repressing it. Long term, that's going to do damage to you in every way, physically, spiritually, relationally. Don't repress your anger. And then thirdly, don't express it in inappropriate ways. And we've talked about this before. Don't blow up. Don't just spew on everyone. Don't use sarcasm. Cutting words are not going to help the situation. So just say, I'm not going to go down that path. And don't express your anger by scheming and trying to get even with people and plotting revenge. Anger will make you want to go down that path, but don't follow it. And then don't become the martyr. Don't just pout and say, poor me, look how I am victimized, look how I am mistreated. Many people would never shout and yell, but they express anger that way. And everyone realizes that the person's upset, and they're going to be that way for hours or even days. Don't act that way. It doesn't make it any better. And then lastly, (laughs) don't do crazy behavior. I mean, I have seen people do all kinds of crazy things, from hurting themselves to going on a drunken binge or or having an affair. All of that behavior just makes the situation worse. So those are not the ways to express anger. So what should we do with anger? Well, if we're not to suppress it or repress it or express it, what should we do? We need to confess it. Confess it to God. You need to bring God into the equation. Talk to God about it. Go through these three questions that I talked about before in the presence of God. 
Ask yourself, why am I angry? What's the root of my anger right now? And what do I really want in this situation? And then how can I get it? How can I act in a way to make this situation better? As we ask these questions before God, He'll give us the answers. And many times they're just the opposite of our natural feelings and inclinations. Satan loves to exploit our feelings of anger. And he hates it when we confess it to God because that opens the door for God to come into the situation. When you're angry, again I say to you, turn it over to God. He has the power to change the situation for the better. Satan's not going to make it better. Your own natural reactions are not going to make it better. So look to the Lord for direction and guidance. Now, how does God do this? He repatterns our thinking. Now, this is the key to permanently being able to deal with your anger. You have to think differently than those around you. Listen to what Romans 12 and verse 2 says. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. You need to change the way you think. We are to think differently. We have different thought patterns. We view the world through a different grid. Proverbs 22 and 24 says, Keep away from angry, short-tempered people, or you will learn to be like them. Don't respond the way you see other people do. I was just watching a baseball game the other day, and I saw the pitcher go into the dugout, and he takes his glove and he bashes and bashes it on the bench because he had a bad inning. And then a little later, one of the hitters came into the dugout after striking out and taking his bat, and he beats it against the wall. And the camera is showing this, as if this is the right way to express your frustration and anger. It's not the best way to do it. But these patterns are shown to us, and if people don't know, they're going to respond the same way. The Bible says don't copy the behavior of the world and keep away from angry people. Proverbs says, don't go with a furious man, or you will learn to be like him. To change our actions, we need to change the way we think. So don't be close friends with someone that's angry. You'll pick up their thought patterns. And if you're dating someone that has an anger problem, then on the authority of God's word, break it off. Use your wisdom at the beginning of a relationship and get out of it because it is not going to get better. Anger is a feeling. It's a feeling that one of your rights has been violated. And so if someone takes your spot in the road or if someone uses something of yours and they haven't asked you, we have a tendency to get angry. They had no right to do that. And you can try all you want to get rid of the feeling of anger, but you'll never get rid of it until you begin to think differently and you're not so possessive of your rights. In fact, we need to yield all of our rights to God. Let Him be in control. Don't worry when someone else offends you or mistreats you in some way. 
have a different heart, have a different thought process to say, now, rather than returning in kind, I'm going to respond differently. Now, see what Peter says in 1 Corinthians 3 and verse 8 as he admonishes Christians. He says, finally, all of you, be of one mind, having compassion for one another. Love as brothers, be tender-hearted, be courteous, not returning evil for evil or reviling for reviling, but on the contrary, blessing, knowing that you were called to this, that you may inherit a blessing. Here, we're being challenged to let our light shine. That when someone mistreats you, it's an opportunity to show how you should properly respond. To not just come back evil for evil, anger for anger, harsh word for harsh word. But rather, as Jesus taught, we turn the other cheek. We go the second mile. With this thought process, anger will not control you. And God becomes the defender of our rights. Well, that's our time for today. We'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services. The times are 9.30 and 11.30. Just go to our website at kwcf.org to register and to check out all our other activities. We have events for children, youth, and people of all ages. Our mission is to connect people with God and each other so we may fulfill our purpose in life. Till next time, may God keep your life in balance.